Hello and welcome to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping entrepreneurs healthy and powerful. I'm Stephanie Webster. I'm a nutritional therapist based in Harley Street, London, specialising in extreme fat loss for busy executives and entrepreneurs. Being a business owner myself, I like to find seamless solutions to health problems. And to help you with that mission, today we have the honour of having Dr. Brennand from Latelier Aesthetics with us. Uh, Dr. Brennand is a consultant, interventional radiologist and aesthetic doctor, and I'm very interested to hear how you help restore facial uh, facial uh, volume loss after a lot of uh, weight loss in, in our in our clients. Uh, but firstly, thank you for coming on to the programme. It's an absolute pleasure, Stephanie. Thank you for inviting me. I love your website and what you do at your clinic. Tell us about your journey, how you came to be an aesthetic doctor today. So, Stephanie, yes. Um, Currently, we, we, I work out of a secrecy uh, registered clinic in uh, in Harley Street. Uh, we do aesthetic medical procedures on the face and body, and we also have a separate specialty in in uh, venous uh, diseases, uh, the diagnosis and treatment of those. Essentially, as you said in in your introduction, I'm an interventional radiologist by by training, um, uh, and I spent many years in the NHS working in that field. Um, one of the problems with that field was that you have to wear lead aprons, heavy lead aprons, all the time to do the, the procedures that we do. Um, and unfortunately, I um, uh, suffered a car accident uh, shortly after being appointed as a consultant, um, which um, resulted in me breaking my back. And uh, over the years, I was able to wear lead less and less because it just rendered uh, me unable to walk by the end of the week. Um, and so I um, was looking for um, uh, uh, other avenues for my, um, uh, my sort of skill set. And uh, just have a conversation with a, with a friend in the pub, actually, we would be thought, well, aesthetics, which both of us were interested in, um, having um, done some plastic surgery training earlier in our careers, the subject of aesthetics came up. And, and after doing the training, I, I sort of just caught bug. I just absolutely loved the, um, uh, um, uh, the procedures and techniques that uh, are become available to try and uh, help uh, people's um, uh, facial and, um, and body aesthetics in, improve. Um, so yes, that's, um, uh, that's my little 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 story. And uh, it's gone from that to having a, a really nice, spacious clinic on Harley Street, which um, uh, myself and, and the team just love working at. Yeah, and that's great. And tell us about your clinic and what you specialise in. I realise that you help uh, uh, those who've gone undergone uh, weight loss, but you also help others. So tell us about your clinic and what you specialise in. Yeah, so um, we're, we're pretty passionate here about skin health, preve- preventative sort of measures to, to hold off the, the ageing process. Facial rejuvenation is clearly a, a, a big, big deal for us. Injectable techniques such as uh, neurotoxin, um, uh, dermal fillers. Um, we 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 do a lot of thread lifting, which I think we'll we'll touch on again later within in in the uh, area of people who've lost a lot of, a lot of weight because it's a really good technique for that. Um, and um, and yeah, so that's 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 our, our practice. Uh, we're, we're not very machine orientated. Most of the stuff we do is is revolves around um, uh, real hands on approach to to to, to our to our, our patients. Mm-hmm. And so tell us about those clients who have lost a lot of weight and they've lost volume in the face, they've got skin, excess skin, all of the issues that you find that come up for somebody who's lost a lot of weight and how do you help them with that? Yes, so it's very interesting that um, 
the, the fat in, in, in the face is particularly metabolically active. And so when people undergo weight loss, one of the first areas um, uh, to, uh, to really, um, uh, to, 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 you not only lose weight from the areas you want to lose weight from, but also from the, the face can really suffer as a result of, of that. And so one of the areas that, that we find ourselves very much involved in is replacing that volume. Um, now, there are ways of replacing it with fat, but, and, and, and also sometimes you, you do require um, to get the, a, a surgeon involved when the, the amount of um, uh, skin that is, um, skin laxity is, 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 is very great. But often with the um, uh, non-surgical techniques that we have using fillers and, as I said just a few moments ago, the, the, the thread lifting, we use a thread called Silhouette Soft, which is an excellent device, and it repositions the skin and uh, dermal tissues um, in a in a non-surgical way. So, where where volume has been been lost by repositioning those those tissues, um, you can uh, restore someone's um, uh, someone's look, and uh, it's uh, a, a really very um, uh, exciting technology, which is um, uh, proving really useful in in, in that. Um, uh, subset of patients and clients that you, you were just describing who have undergone uh, dramatic fat loss, weight loss. Yes, and also Silhouette Soft is made of, is it hyaluronic acid threads? Is that correct? Which completely... It's, it's, um, it, it's, a, it's, it's not hyaluronic acid. It's, it's, it's um, a, um, uh, a, a, a compound which is used predominantly in surgical sutures, actually. So it's been around for years and years and years in, in, in the um, uh, surgical setting incredibly safe. Um, it also has the added advantage of uh, stimulating collagen. So not only are you putting the, the tissues back to where they should be, you're also encouraging collagen stimulation so that um, uh, even when the thread is no longer there, the, the effects go on. Yes, because the threads get absorbed into the body over That's time. Right. Mm -hmm. They're absorbed over the period of about a year. Um, uh, and um, uh, but their effects can go on for much longer because of the collagen stimulation, and when combined with um, uh, uh, appropriate dermal filler as well, just to to re replace some of the, the volume that's lost, it can give a dramatic and excellent um, uh, uh, effect. Yes, and Silhouette Soft is perfect, I believe, for those who do not yet qualify for uh, a complete facelift, uh, or those who choose not to um, undergo such drastic measures. That's right. Um, so um, uh, the, the, there, are, there are limitations to what Silhouette can do, um, but yes, uh, it's often a, a very good, um, um, it, it can obviate the need to go for surgery, which is, uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to go under the surgeon's knife and all the, the implications of that. And um, uh, a, you know, a, a Silhouette soft lift can be done over a lunchtime. You might, you, it's, it's, it's literally a, a, um, a much less invasive uh, procedure. And uh, there's a lot of radio frequency treatments on the marketplace that yes. claim that they can shrink facial um, the, the skin. So I, I have had Exilis myself. I know it works yes. better for some people more than others. So how how does that work? Do you use radio frequency for skin tightening treatments? And if so, which ones and how? We don't, but we do have um, uh, colleagues um, uh, who we will refer patients on to for um, uh, for for RF if we think it's uh, appropriate. Um, I think sometimes the claims are rather, um, how to put it, it, 
it, it can. It, it's not always as as, as effective as um, uh, as um, as one would hope. And so, patient selection, as with most treatments, is you know, client selection is is really key to make sure that I, 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 as a clinic, we're very keen to make sure that our patients get a very tailored, bespoke, um, bespoke um, pathway. So, um, choosing the right treatments for those for each individual client is really important because you can um you, you don't want to get into a situation where you're throwing good money out to bad at the end of the day and make sure that they invest their um uh, hard-earned cash appropriately um in whatever aesthetic treatments uh, that will be will give them the best results which we think is really really important so yes we do send people over for um rf treatments sometimes it it, it, it we 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 have found it a little disappointing on occasion. So. so what I like about you is when clients come in for a consultation, they, you really take your time with them and you, you look at the face and you examine and you have the right diagnosis. And from there, exactly. you make the right recommendations, whether it's within your walls or not. And that's, I find, very ethical and it's very much about what the patient needs rather than your agenda think, as a clinic. But you're busy enough I that you can so. afford to do so. Yes, I think if you went to if you, if you went to a financial advisor for a financial investment plan, then you expect them to take all take into into consideration all your um uh, uh, your history, of what's going on in, in your life, work to get you the best sort of plan for for you. And we literally consider ourselves to be like we're giving investment advice. You're investing in yourself. You're investing in in how how you feel, how you what you want for your future. And um, we and that's got to be done on a very individual, bespoke basis. Yeah, it's, and um, it's all uh, about and, and it, it works really nicely for our clients. And what I love about aesthetics is how it improves self-esteem because build. I, I help clients work on the nutrition, their body, working from the inside out. But uh, towards the end of their twelve-month program with me, they working from the outside in also has an effect. And you need to love the results that you that you're given and the impact on self-esteem that your clients feel after you've treated their, their face is is wonderful i couldn't agree more i could not agree more we have um uh, uh, as, as part of my interventional radiology uh, side of things um uh, i have a, 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 a lot of dealings with um, patients undergoing uh, treatment for cancer and um at the end now during those treatments they can't they can't have any any, any of the procedures we we would perform them it just would it's not really um safe or appropriate but once they're finished Often, we, we find that um, uh, just small and um, uh, what would be insignificant little treatments in comparison to what they've been through can make such an enormous difference to the, how, they, how they look at life and how they look at um, themselves. And I think in, in, your, in the situation with the clients you described, we've undergone such dramatic um, uh, weight loss. Um, all the all the health benefits of that can be undermined if when they look in the mirror they don't they don't really like what they what they see and it can it can just a few little sort of treatments that um, client clinics like ours provide can make a massive difference absolutely and also you do a lot of anti-aging procedures which will also help as as our clients progress through the journey of their lives so tell us about your top your top three anti-aging secrets or your top three anti-aging treatments that you just swear by i'm just getting slightly off off piece on 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 this one first of all because i think the most important thing and 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 this is is actually it's not a treatment but uh it's developing a relationship of trust with your client so that they 
just as you have a program that lasts for uh, a year, it's important that, that your clients continue along that program and don't fall off halfway or, or, or decide to give up on it. And we feel that the best way for people to um, go through anti-aging is to, is, to, is to get on the path to it and stay on that path. So by a bit, a bit like a personal trainer at a gym, if you, you're there giving encouragement, making sure that they're on the right um, track, and that journey that we go through with our clients is, the mo- I would say, the single most important thing to making sure that, um, uh, uh, that, that, that they get success at, at the end of it. The, the treatments um, uh, really is, is secondary to that because um, there are m- many and varied treatments that give great anti-aging effects from the simple and straightforward like having some, some botulinum toxin uh, injected into your, into your wrinkles, which gives a great result, a really reproducible result, and um, uh, uh, you know, it really does what it says on the tin through to using the, the body's um, uh, own um, uh, growth factors in um, what we call the vampire facial, the PR, we use PRP, platelet-rich plasma, along with um, uh, derma, derma roller or microneedling to the, to the skin to give a... And to use the body's natural um, uh, growth factors and, um, and, and nutrients, it were to, to to give that anti-aging um, uh, effect. Um, but actually, if the if the client doesn't buy into what you're telling them, then you, you've lost before you start. So we're, we're we're really keen just to make sure we take a holistic and really wide-reaching approach with our clients to get them to buy into what we're we're sort of. Um, telling them so i would say number one is the actual client and uh, aesthetic practitioner relationship which is a strange thing slightly strange answer to your question i'm sorry no it's 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 perfectly valid and also i i really believe that my clients need to feel confident and and have high self-esteem and if they have aesthetic treatments is because <laughs> it sounds it sounds corny but doing it for them not what society expects of them. I very much uh, profess to be the best version of you and not to, not to engage in aesthetic treatments out of insecurity, but by rather from a, from a desire to, um, uh, to, to enhance what you already have, which is awesome. So how do you distinguish between clients who are just merely trying to, they love who they are, they love themselves, maybe they've had a mastectomy and they need a, a, a you know, a, a, yeah. a, a breast, which isn't something that you do, I, I appreciate, but they want to yeah. be the best version of themselves, they already love who they are, they just want to enhance a few features, versus someone who's depressed, anxious, um, insecure, they, they look on social media, they get all these insecurities, they feel less, they feel disempowered, and then they want to have this treatment in order to feel like they're good enough whereas I, I really like to say you are enough as you are let's just improve from there because I have an artistic eye and I can see what, when they complain about their face I can see what they mean of course I can see the, the the natural ratio so how do you distinguish between clients who really shouldn't be doing treatment but they should yeah. be seeking therapy instead it's a very interesting question and a very difficult industry-wide difficulty I think that um, the, the setting industry faces the key thing is the consultation, the, and that's why we spend such a long time talking to our, our clients before ever getting ever really getting involved with um, doing treatments or or suggesting treatments to them. Because you're, you're doing someone a real disservice if you just add to it. Often, you know, often doing those because you can just really add to their insecurities, not actually make them feel like 
gives them a, a, a short-term sort of boost, but actually can, can, can be very harmful to them. So we, we take real care when talking with our clients, and we're never afraid to say no. I think that's the key thing, not being afraid to, in the nicest possible way, and, but being afraid to say, not being afraid to say to a, a client, I'm sorry, but this is not, I don't think this is appropriate, and, um, and that we're not willing to, to do that for, for you. Um, and often, by being very honest and, and, and approaching clients with that sort of integrity, they, they warm to what you're saying anyway, and you can, you can then start on a journey of trying to get them into the right um, uh, places. So whether that be, um, we'd be having in our psychologist, we, 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 nutritionist, etc. And um, uh, we can try and um, um, you know, position our clients in the, in the right areas. And whether that be with us, to be honest with you, if, if that meant sending someone to an um, a clinic elsewhere, we, we would do that as well. We, we, we just want the best for our clients. And um, uh, at the end of the day, you know, we've got to sleep at night. And um, and I think that's the best way of, of ensuring that, by just really listening to our clients and making sure that they get the best um, uh, treatments yeah. in, the, in, the, in, in the long run. Absolutely. And earlier you went off piece, so I might do the same myself if I may. Um, yeah. I, I, um, I have a, a lot of a problem when society judges or shames people who in, have aesthetics and almost people feel like they have to hide oh I didn't get anything done I have to make sure like I don't appear like yeah. whereas I'm, I'm pretty open and blunt with what I have or haven't had done and and um one of my clients came to me he was 130 kilos when he started with me and he confessed that he had erectile dysfunction which we uh, he attributed to his excessive weight, but as he lost the weight, he continued to to have this issue, and he eventually confessed that he only, he had testicular cancer years before. One of his testes were removed. I sent him to see somebody, and he he decided to get um, an implant, and that gave him psychological confidence when he back went back onto the dating scene, and and. It improved his erectile dysfunction. Now he's now he's absolutely confident and in that setting, and I I couldn't be happier for him. And this is what I mean by, if if it's holding you back, if if your aesthetic concern is holding you back from being the best version of you, why not? And do you agree that there's too much stigma and shame and judgment still around this, particularly in English culture, not so much in American culture? Would you agree, or do you have a different stance? No, I I I would agree. I think um, uh, my my take on aesthetics is it's. Uh, it's basically about harmony and sort of we're a very we, 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 our clients generally leave us with a very natural look we we we, we are sort of um uh, extreme sort of aesthetics is not not really our our cup of tea um uh, in as much as we you know we're very keen we'll, we'll let people know if we think that putting five mils in, in their lips is <laughs> is not a good idea you know what i mean yes um but yeah if, if, as long as someone isn't actually harming themselves, then I, I don't see why there should be any stigma about aesthetic, aesthetic treatments. And um, uh, I think it, I, I don't really under, understand why um, why as a, culturally we feel we have a you know it's, it's any of our business you know what someone else sort of wants to do. Oh. And we we do like to stick our noses in, don't we, and sort of tell people what we think about them and and, and, and criticise. And it's um, uh, I, I think it'd be a rather better place if we didn't do that so much. 
I think everyone needs to focus on their own business rather than what other people are doing, but never mind. Absolutely. I think we should all support each other in being the best versions. Anyway, the, the final question I have before we close is excessive sweating, Botox under yeah. the armpits and how, because yeah. some of my clients feel self-conscious going to the gym and they have these massive sweaty patches underneath their t-shirt. I see it as a, a sign of honor, to be honest, uh, but but for some they see it as, as they feel very self-conscious and it almost stops them going into the gym actually. And, and yeah. it can be a daunting place if you're just starting out an exercise as it is, but is Botox on the armpit effective? Is it painful? Um, is it is it harmful? Is it unhealthy? I mean, a lot of my clients tell me, well, what's the point in putting Botox in my armpits if I'm having organic food? You're telling me to have no toxins in my diet, and yet you're quite happy to inject Botox in your armpits. That seems a bit controversial. But I've been told that it doesn't go into the bloodstream. Do you want to explore, expand a bit on how Botox affects us under the armpit? Yeah. So, firstly, I've heard this is a real problem for a lot of people. And I think it's easy to, um, to, to, not, to underestimate how psychologically damaging it can be and and also just one other point it often starts in adolescence and adolescence you know what a terrible thing for what a, you know just how traumatizing it can be for a teenager to have very you know to be excessive sweating you know, to, and it's not just under the armpits it can affect the palms it can affect the scalp it can affect the soles of the feet it's, it's it can be a real problem for those people who, who suffer it and unfortunately often it doesn't have a cause that can be treated so yes you might be diabetic and have excessive sweating so if you control the diabetes that may help but often it's what we call primary hyperhidrosis so there is no cause that you can just suddenly you can't turn the tap off it, it, it want a better word, word it's, it's going to happen so you have to then work out how to stop the sweating rather than because you can't treat the underlying cause and that's where botox comes in botox in t- in small doses yes it doesn't get into your it, it, botox is a very very effective neurotoxin and if it's if, if it's in present in levels that are that are in your bloodstream you're, you're probably not going to be alive so no it, 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 it it's very much restricted to the areas in which it's injected, which is just under the skin by the, 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 the sweat gland itself, so that it's affecting the nerves that cause the sweat glands to, to work. It, in, it um, blocks those nerves, blocks that n- nerve conduction, so you don't sweat from the areas where Botox, where, where those nerves are, where those nerves are. And yes, it, 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 it works it can it can require several treatments to get it absolutely um uh, to get the problem completely sorted but it, it very much works and in the doses that we're using as a sec it never the, the botox does not get into the into the bloodstream it is repeatable and often you can it lasts slightly longer in the armpits than it than it than botox when put in other areas so you can time your treatments to, to go along with the, the hottest times of the year, for example, or all the times when when um, the client is knows that they're going to be um, either doing things that are likely to result in in, in excessive sweating. For your patients who are ex- who have clients who are executives, for example, often having to stand up in in um, uh, meetings and give. Um, uh, uh, presentations, etc. You know, nothing or very little is worse than than you know on your on that nice blue shirt, a massive um, sweat stain under 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 the arms. And and Botox is really effective in in, in dealing with that. It's it's there aren't that many treatments that are effective. 
No, absolutely. And uh, there's only so much uh, antiperspirant can do. Um, but I really like <laughs> how <laughs> I really like how comprehensive your team is. You've got a great team. It's not just you. And um, I'm particularly interested in interviewing Chris Barker for our next podcast session yes. because he has Crohn's disease and I have ulcerative colitis That's myself. Right. So um, we can both be uh, bowerly together in our nutrition quest for, for people. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be delighted. And he's a really interesting chap and a fantastic guy. And um, uh, he, um, uh, again, a bit like ourselves, we, we take a, you know, a holistic view of, of our clients. So we're interested in their psychology, that we're interested in their nutrition, we're interested in how, how they're exercising. And he views the same thing about exercise. He, he looks, takes the client as a whole notch. He doesn't just come up with a with an exercise plan and say, right, off you go. Um, he, he really um, uh, takes an interest in, in all areas of his, his clients' lives. So that's why he fits in so well with our, with, our, with our team. Perfect. And how can we contact you? Where's your clinic based? What's the best way to get in touch if we want to make an appointment? We're based at 60, number 60 Harley Street. That's the central medical district. Um, and um, we have an app which can be searched for on the uh, uh, on the Google or um, Apple app stores. That's Latelia Aesthetics, our, our clinic name, um, via our website, lateliaesthetics.co.uk, or old-fashioned by the phone. So we have, our telephone is 0207 637 3208. You can contact us that way. Thank you so much for being so authentic, caring and ethical in your approach to your clients. Um, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Not at all. I hope I haven't wished on too much. Or, and it's been a real pleasure to talk to you, Stephanie. And I, and I wish you every success with uh, your ventures. And, and, and I, I, um, it's just been an absolute pleasure. Okay. Thank you for sharing your inspiring insights and helping the Urban Health Podcast in keeping entrepreneurs healthy and powerful. Thank you.